Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This is With Ines, a music commentary podcast where we talk about all things Afrobeats, ranging from new music to more serious issues within the music industry. Hi guys, back again with another banging episode with your boy Bola, as always. Um, I have my two co-hosts here. I feel like you guys should introduce yourselves, please. Let them, may we know you. <laughs> so today we are just co-hosts. We're not like your friends or anything. We're just this is why we're here for business, please, man. <laughs> Kindly introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. It's your favorite girl, M Y X Y Z. Deji. Thank you for having me. Oh, sorry. I thought she was done. Deji. This is a man who always just be entering. When you yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Interrupting. Kind but, of like that person who just stole and um, was the. Hilda's Hilda's world record. They said they couldn't let a black woman win for even a second. I see it. I see. <laughs> but yes, very good, good, good. Oh, it is. Now that's too funny. <laughs> Welcome everyone. Hope everyone's good. I know you guys have missed our voices, but it's okay. It's fine. Um, please also remember. I feel like we always said this at the end, but we're gonna start saying it at the beginning as well. So please remember to use the hashtag with an S pod. Share it with all of your friends. Um, share the episodes with all of your enemies, especially your enemies, to be honest. Your enemies will become better people. <laughs> feel like your friends are already good people, but your enemies, let them hear the gospel that we are preaching so that they'll become better people. Can I get the hallelujah? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Also, yeah. special shout out to that Kunle who dropped, um, like he said, Mythanes is his favorite. Bro, yeah. to listen shout to. out to you. Yeah, I saw that tweet as well, bro. You, you deserve out. that shout out. I can't lie. And I, you hear this. I, I can tell that you listen to us a lot. So you hear this. All of you, all the other people. I hope I'm pulling my ear. You can't see me, but I'm pulling my ear. <laughs> a word is enough for the what? Wise. <laughs> so let's get into today's episode. And of course, we're going to start with um, new music from this week. We have a lot, to be honest. I think there's a lot of good music that has come out this week. And because I'm leading, I'm going to go first. Yeah, no, no. I knew you were going to say something. I'm going to start. <laughs> so I'm going to start with Oxlade's Tupac. He actually brought two songs out, um, two singles. First one, and the one I actually um, prefer, is called Category. Oh, 
that's actually a jam firstly like before i even start to talk about piano which is the second jam um i actually want to get you guys thoughts on category because that's my song of the week really yeah that's my song of the week i mean i know there were like albums and other things there are lots of projects as well so i'd highlight them but as a single i feel like that was my best single this week i like category but i like piano more I'm such a P, P prime stand that like anything that he does, I instantly just appreciate. Um, but I thought category was good too. It was nice to have Oxlade bangers. I feel like he hasn't yeah. had a banger in a minute. It's like the Dave yeah. song was good, yeah. but I don't know that I consider it a banger. This is like... Ah, Toxkito is a mad jam. I actually just remembered it. Yeah, it is. Right it's a now. good song. It's a it's good song. Jam. But it, it wasn't a banger to me. Like it, this is energy. Yeah. It was energy on these yeah. jams. Piano, actually, the, the part I like in piano most is the end. There's a certain part where just vibing at the yeah, end of yeah, piano, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, just I saying was, a bunch of nothing. Bro, yeah, it was yeah. preaching nonsense. I'm just like, yeah, beautiful nonsense. Please inject <laughs> it into my ear. I've only listened to category, so I have nothing to compare it to. I'm Oxide grows on me. Okay. So it's not special. Fair enough. But it's good. Okay. Yeah, no, I get that. Fair I mean, enough. that's fair enough. Like I don't think I can say anything on Some, like, it so, makes sense. Yeah. Something I wanted to add about piano. Um, I really like the instrumental for one. Like it stood out. The bits about um piano that I really like is the bass. So I, I don't know if you guys remember um Whiskey's Anno T. They had like a really solid bass that stuck out and he kind of brought that back with this. Yeah. And I just find it so insane that, that guy's as young as he is and he just has such a grasp of his craft. Whether it's chords, whether it's grooves, whether it's bass, like he just he's on another level. And I thought it was also interesting that he was listed um as a feature on this record, which was something that I think maybe SARS pioneered. So it's nice to see that like Oh, was he? Yeah. He was they put him as a lead artist on um piano. And that's something that producers didn't really get a lot of prior, but it's nice to see that that's a thing that's catching on now. Because I'm a, for the level of effort and just not even efforts, level of um I guess deafness on this beat and just his ability to craft just really dope music in general. He deserves deserves to be listed. Essentially, what it was. But yeah, sir, that was like my little two. No, I love it. Two I love it on piano. I love it. To be honest, that was actually mad. So moving on to the next song, Young John also had a two pack. Two pack. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> Young John also had a two pack. Disconnect and go hard. I mean. <laughs> Oh my god, there are like so many jokes that have come from this. Oh just my because but Jiggy, I can't please. lie to you. <laughs> please. I was a bit disconnected oh, from gosh. these jams because I don't think it really went that hard. Really? So you didn't enjoy these these I didn't enjoy them, I can't lie. I oh. think they were they were again to be I actually really like Young John. Let me put it out there. So with people I like, I feel like there's also a higher expectation for them to like produce because i know you're extremely talented mm-hmm. like he's he has a sound that works for him but like this just felt like he didn't really try and i was just like yeah december is coming let me just drop two songs that they would just people can vibe to but that's just me honestly yeah. that's just me some people might see it as a banger and maybe to even go far but for me i don't think it really impressed me we can no lie fair is it is it because you you feel like the sound is kind of 
plateauing. Like it's a little stale. So I like the sound. That's the thing. I don't have any problem with Young John's sound. He can release another song tomorrow, same sound, and I'll jam it. So I think it's just about the two songs he released, not about the actual sure. sound. I think it's just music. Like you're not always going to get it, I'll say. Yeah. Or everyone. Yeah. Let me put it like that. So yeah. I really like disconnect, I'm not going to lie. Like Maybe to grow on to me. It. Yeah. Never know. I enjoyed it. It was an easy listen. Some singles that I really like from the, this week, um, and I don't know that lots of people agree with this. I felt like um, the opinions were kind of mixed. I really like the Lonely at the Top remix with her. Like, I really, really like it. I don't know why people didn't enjoy it. I thought she blended, yeah. you know, um, Maybe people feel like because it's a bit more like localized, maybe she doesn't fit. But um, that's where Afrobeats is at right now, man. So in my opinion, I thought it was good. Um, I also really like Ian Kaepernick's new record. So he has this new record with Sute Iwar called Sute Iwar, yeah. Mini Skirts. All I need is a call. You said, what about love? I can't define it. I've been around the world, but baby, you still define this. Your mini skirts wet. I'm thinking that you designed it. Very, very nice record. I think it's my vibe as well. It's funny. He has this way of like, the song is called Mini Skirts and it's basically Toasting Babes, but like it's always very like nostalgic and almost sad. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does I it. I know but what you mean. Yeah, but like it's always like a really nice balance for me. Oh, I'm wondering, is there anything else that I like? No, I think that's pretty much it, single wise. Man, there were like 50 something songs this week mm-hmm. to get through. Bro, bro. Actually, My playlist people was were actually, they were geez, vexing. Geez. They were angry this week. You know, and I love it. We're bringing out good music. Yeah, man. I'm not mad at it at all. But yeah, that was pretty much single wise. For me, I also enjoyed, I also enjoyed um, the Lonely at the Top remix. I I like the way she just she owned it mm-hmm. towards the end, like all of the lingual mannerisms and all of those things. Like, and her voice did something good on the song. Yeah. I appreciated that. As opposed to the Tyler um, Waters remix with Travis Scott. Yeah. I saw a, a few people's um, recommendations when she had posted, like when everyone was doing the guessing game of who the remix was supposed to be with. And of everyone's responses, I didn't see Travis Scott coming. <laughs> and what's worse than not seeing the feature coming is seeing the co- the unmatchedness. It's late. <laughs> Straight up. I de- I in in all of the random feature runs from this year, that was the most falling off stop feature. Now. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> heard stop, in a stop, stop and maybe it will grow on me. Maybe it will grow we on have, me. We have some unavailable you know remixes. Time? Come on. Dead. No, that <laughs> one is not even as <laughs> let me tell you something I found out. Do you know like the best time to listen to music when you know you accept it is when you're having your bath? Because okay. before you before you say, oh, let me rinse my hand and change the song. You'd have heard further into yeah. the song. Do you get that? Sometimes it's not even worth it. Like, and that's when You're I listen to it. And I listen to it knowing that I couldn't change the song. <laughs> but you wanted to? I really wanted to. <laughs> anyway, it may do what it is supposed to do. Um, <laughs> I also enjoyed Ricardo Banks, Fakosi. I'm a big Ricardo Banks fan. I enjoyed Fakosi. I hope he builds up this momentum. Um... But I also miss the Ozumba and Badiwe era. 
I also miss that Lupita Nyong'o should have done what was supposed to do, but it's still Ricardo Banks, and I carry Ricardo Banks to my head. Was that from this year, Lupita Nyong'o? No, no, because oh. I feel like no, he's dropped he's old. dropped something else this year, Nabi, yeah. but I can't remember exactly what. Yes, I'm he has something that they couldn't go than a bunch of yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. You want to put me on sports, Abi? What do you guys used to call yourselves? I have no Ricardix. Ricardix. Mm. Is that Ricardix? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I've been it for yeah. a while since it was in um, Maven. Maven. Yeah. yeah. That's something I'm not gonna lie. I hate, and I'm just gonna put that out there. I really hate that everybody feels like they need to call their fan base something. They can be fans, man. They can just be fans. <laughs> it's just you know tagging the community, but I guess they can just be fans. I guess. Yeah, they can be fans, man. But yeah, sorry, go on. Last single that I particularly enjoyed is Rebels Cash and Carry. And Rebel is on untapped gold. I can't yeah, lie, yeah, she I agree. is too We're good. We're talking about that. Okay, no, she's so Before. good. Then maybe she'll be too good. <laughs> but she's really good. She's really good. And I look forward to more music. This is not to Rebel's team. You guys, you release music every six months. Yeah, she needs to put She like needs to put out more music. Yeah. So um that's about should I launch into the albums? Yeah, yeah, no. Go for it. Go for it. Thank take you. Us, see me no, I see you're you're blushing. You're already <laughs> you are excited to speak about I enjoyed Tennis young black African girl, yeah. a young black girl from Africa, YGBFE. That's the first song on her project, Tears of the Sun. Um, the song, the, the album was awesome. Yeah, I liked it. I really liked it. Like a few like, songs into the project, you just feel like, mm. I was like, yeah. That was the reaction that I had. Was yeah. Bro, yeah. It, literally, I was like, okay. Like, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, bad like, not bad at all. <laughs> like, I, you know, previously, if you do remember, I, I mentioned that, oh, um, since she tried to enter her alter girl era, yeah, that maybe the project was going to be jiggy jig bang bang like that, but she was onto something. Yeah, and nice I, blend. I'd seen a few people say, "Oh, Tenny came out in her first song about when she's met in this first song on the project." That's why GBF when she was talking about, "Oh, she's chasing the rainbow and like all of those things that she said." Me, I'm so sorry. As much as I love Tenny and I found people after the stunts of the. Album track. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Feel like we'll get into that. Wait, was she the one that posted it? Wait, no, guys. She wasn't, like, she, wait, no, she we'll, get, we'll sorry, get into sorry, it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I heard. We drop that tidbit now. People are going to want to hear <laughs> what we will say. We'll get into if it. people want to hear, you wait. If you don't, you will not hear it. Thank you. Yeah, so that's as as much of the projects I listen to. I look forward to listening to um Ajabata and but make and by three. Yeah. Yeah. And as you've said that, as you said great to that, I love it because um <sighs> I'm trying to find words to describe the EP. So obviously they already brought out two of the five songs. Mm-hmm. And I would say the two songs are the best songs as well. Damn. So it was almost a if the EP came out and all the songs came out together, I would have said it was a brilliant EP. So that's the difference. And I've I've never really been a fan of artists like releasing songs from EPs because like okay, so what how many songs do we have to actually like consume since you're just yeah. giving us two out of the four? Mm-hmm. Or to have some I've seen people releasing one and they only bring three songs mm-hmm. in EP and I'm like, come on. But you've given us two out of the four, two out of the five. Again, it's still a solid piece of work, honestly. I'm just saying based off of how I felt after I'm like, you know what? 
they should have left this out. Like I would have wanted to hear everything together yeah. and I would have brought the whole um project together. But still, solid piece of work. I can't really fault them. Just I just had that complaint where I'm like, you only gave me three songs to listen to at the end of the day. What's the difference between you and Young John? I like, gave me two songs and it's two singles. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, like, no, I get you. <laughs> I'd already, you basically had rinsed the really good songs already. Bro, literally. So and I was skipping the them. Songs. Yeah, 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 I get it. So there I was no points. But still, solid piece of work. Did you let me actually allow you to speak? Oh, yeah. Um, well, first on the Tenny album, I was pleasantly surprised because I don't say I'm the biggest Tenny fan in the world. Like, I like the hits. I like the songs that everybody likes. Um, but I wasn't rushing to listen. But when I eventually did, kind of like with Moyo, I was like, wow, like, this is really good. And I think for me, it was just, I didn't get bored. I didn't get bored because it's, it's fairly lengthy, if I remember correctly. Let me just check very quickly to see how many exact records it is. So I'm not speaking out of my, out of my yash. But I remember just going through it when I was showering as well because I listened to it in the shower. And I was not disappointed because it was a smooth listen. So it has 16 songs in total, Mm -hmm. 46 minutes um, running time. And it kind of goes by. I'm not going to lie. It goes by. One thing that I'll say, though, um, I don't remember. I don't remember the Odumudu record. I do not remember what that sounded like. And it's not even because of anything. It's just it didn't stick out in my head. Mm -hmm. Whereas um, the song, um, what's it called? It's called Control. That is a record. That is a record. I hope that we can stick it um, in the, just in the production of of this podcast episode. Very, very good. She also had Maddie Kuti on it, who contributed some saxophone, I believe. Um, And then in kind of like what we're speaking about this year, about artists trying stuff, she did try some stuff on this project as well. So like YBGFA, Uh what was the translation? Young Black Girl girl from from Africa. Africa. um, She um, did this genre that i like well i guess the producer did and then she sang over it um called Bailey funk so it's like this brazilian genre that kind of like how you can recognize it that it, it has a groove that goes boom cha 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 boom cha mm-hmm. just over and over again and i really really liked um that she did that it feels like a lot of people even around the world this year because thames had that on me and you too so it feels like people have just experimented with that sound yeah, and obviously in addition to all like the other things that she had, so no days off with the Jersey Club, um, even like her typical type Malaika jams, which kind of reminds of like Uyo, Mayo, Temi, mm-hmm. Tenny. Um, very good project, man. I was very impressed. I'm not gonna lie. Um, what other projects did I like? Ah, my standout project of the week. I don't know if I already spoke about my standout single, but that's besides the point. My standout project from the week is a tie, two way tie, between King Maddie's project, true, and Tim Lyre, Tim Lyre, Tim Lyre. Similar, those projects were really, really good. For me, King Maddie was primarily because I didn't really know what to expect, and she over delivered. And to think that this baby seventeen is insane because she's polished as hell. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like she has a good grasp of how exactly she wants to sound, and like the beats that she picked as well, super complimentary to her voice. She has this one song that I've been playing on repeats. I played it on the way here called Chargy. Give me that darkness. Has like bossa nova vibes produced by PD and my goodness, I was just like, if this is where she's starting, I I I feel like 
I just can't imagine that she's not going to be massive in years to come. And then mm. to think about the fact that she has like really big backing. So she's backed by um Boo Vision, which is Akon's brother, Boo Tiam, who's I think vice president of ANR of Columbia Records. So imagine having somebody that's that's plugged into the industry and already has like a big buju feature as well. Like I just I'm really excited to see where her career goes because for a seven nothing just for a seventeen or for anybody, mm-hmm. this would have been a crazy project. But to think that she's just seventeen um elevates that to like even crazier levels. And then the thing that is tied with the Tim Larry's projects for me is just cause it's like very unique music. He doesn't sound like anybody. Um he has like very interesting features. Tay is on the project, George is on the project. He's one of those guys who I don't know that they I don't know speak ill of him but or speak ill on him. I don't know that he'll have mainstream success, but he will clean out on like sinks and just like very interesting. Like he'll be able to find his own interesting pockets and niches that he can ac- occupy because it's not very conventional Afrobeats music, but it's just exciting music. It's very like unconventional. I say conventional already, but it's very like um. Well, I don't know what word I would use, but. Honest, if it's not conventional, then it's not It's unconventional, yeah, so but I didn't want to use it twice. I didn't want to repeat myself, but it stands out. It stands out. Like, you, you play his music in a mist of songs, and you, you tell that this is not a person who's, like, run of the mill, just doing what everybody else is doing. The producers are taking chances as well. So, yeah, those two projects really stood out for me. Before we move forward, I feel like we have to touch on Joe Boy projects because mm. I've seen none of you mentioned um, it with your top, projects i'll say yeah so how, how do you feel about body soul it? and spirit yeah um did, you, did it touch your uh, soul and spirit well there was a song on it that i liked um i think it was the closer on the record i should have pulled that up before so i wasn't just speaking prior but i'll tell you what it is so with joe boy's music i can't say i'm necessarily a joe boy fan and not because i don't like his music but he's not one of those artists that i'm usually rushing to go listen to when I hear they drop. Um, and his, it's a very, I don't know how to explain that. There's one song on the record that I like. Let me just put it that way. Surviving. Very interesting record. I think that's probably my favorite version of Joe Boy. But overall, I, I don't get very... <laughs> Yo, that sound. <laughs> I, I don't... <laughs> he doesn't excite me. He doesn't excite me. And it's not because I think he's bad. It's kind of like, I think I've said this about a bunch of people uh, outside of Joe, but I must have said similar about World as well. Um, I just don't get very excited. Like, I feel like if I can predict what I'm about to hear most of the time, and it's not a person who I already really like, then I tend to just, like, get turned off very quickly. So do I think it's a bad project? No. Is it a project that I'm rushing to listen to? Again, no, you know, so that's really what I feel about it. And I don't think it's a knock on him. I think it's more so just a preference thing. Because I think if you're a Joe Boy fan, you probably really enjoy this. But if you're yeah. someone like me, it kind of comes and goes. I understand what you're saying, to be honest. I feel for me, it was very easy to listen to. I mean, it's 13 minutes. It's five songs and 13 yeah. minutes. So it's easy to listen to, but it's easy to like forget at the same time. But... It's a project where I can play it from the beginning and if I don't have my phone near me or stuff like that and it's playing, yeah. I would listen to it and I would hum and bop my head yeah. because it's not bad music. Yeah. It's still good music. I actually enjoyed going through, I think, 24-7. I think that was my favorite song. 
um had a good tempo to it and all and joe boy always come through with the um melodies yeah melody so King. but you see again if this was someone unknown i'll probably be hyping it but it's joe boy like we know he's talented and everything so it's not really about that it's not about wowing me like you get to a level where the talent is okay yes we know any song we're going to hear we're going to hear your talents but yeah. can you wow me and like stand out and keep standing out that type of thing and i don't think he did that with this you know, ep you know something night. else you know something else um i think joe boy is the sorts of artist that could benefit from having features more features like yeah. on the, for his project for yeah. example like his album yeah. i like his album and that's because his album has more features like yeah. more people who like kind of take away from I don't say monotony because I think that's a mean word, but like just give you like a break from what you're used to. So Odumodu, for example, was an interesting feature. And it's the same reason why I didn't really enjoy his first project, like his first album. People swear by that album. I think it was Somewhere Between the Moon and I forget the name. Was it? Actually, I actually prefer it to... Somewhere Between Beauty and Madness. I prefer it to his um, latest album. Really? Yeah. I prefer (sighs) that album. I guess everybody to each their own. But for me, it's just, I kind of like... You know the kind of thing where it's like you're listening and you're engaged, but mm-hmm. then you drift off. Mm-hmm. That's what happens like with his music for me sometimes. Like I need something else to capture me after a while, you know, because everything sort of becomes predictable. But yeah, that, that's just my little two cents on the Joe Boy project. All right. So moving on to the industry and what has been happening, basically, our lovely industry with peace and harmony always. <sighs> you know, before we get into all of the drama best place to start would be Tyler and her water remix with Travis Scott. A lot of people have had a lot of things to say. Positive, negative, mostly negative, I can't lie, because of how big the song is, obviously. And it has been a very big thing for the past, I'll say, a few weeks to months, maybe, to see who, because again the remix was it was obvious a remix was needed it was obvious a remix was going to be brought out i think dj i think spoke about this yeah, in the last episode as well um so yeah travis scott is lit what do you guys <laughs> think um oh no. <laughs> there's this <laughs> there's this quote i can't remember who said it exactly i should look it up um but it says um god leaves the building when the conversation about arts is purely for money mm. and in this situation i think while Travis wasn't that bad, I'm going to give some credits. I don't think it was awful. I think it could have been better. You could see that it was just a like commercial, you know, um, move because when you think about the label, they're both on Epic Records, and if you go through Epic's roster, Travis is the biggest artist on the roster. So obviously, I could see how that would work. But man, it left a lot to be desired. And even before the project came, even before the remix came out, I remember tweeting when there was buzz about like a remix being on the way that I just hope it's not a rapper. Like I, I just really, really hope it's not a rapper because the contents of the song, I would have loved like a scissor or -hmm. somebody else to kind of just like play off of that and give you her own rendition. And I don't, like I said, I don't think Travis is bad. I didn't think it was that bad of an appearance. People crapped on it. I'm not one of those people, but for me, it's just, it could have been so much better. However, though, there's been like some, there've been rumblings that this is just one. Yeah, no, no, I was, I was literally, I was literally, there's absolutely no way that this that's is the only remix. Yes. It's not possible. There's yeah. no chance of that. There definitely, at least one more. 
at least one more come because even they they should know that come on like we have to uh -uh. i don't want to see i think what would be like a good um i guess post i don't know what the word i'm looking for reports whatever um a metric for this is how much he elevates it i'm I'm really curious to see because the song was already like on a crazy meteoric rise i think as of last week it was in the 30s again after dropping or the 20s i don't remember exactly but if it can get if it can break into the top 10 then what can you really say at the end of the day i think i think we should definitely see because this was the exact thing and i even tweeted it when um rema brought out calm down with yeah. selena gomez i promise you guys i've still never listened to that song on my own really like by myself it's actually my favorite now you prefer it to the yeah because i hear it at the gym all the time and i look forward to hearing her mm. <laughs> i've still not listened to it myself i knew it wasn't for me but Immediately I saw it, I got it. I was just like, okay, I see what you're trying to do and fair play, it worked. Yeah. So let's see. You never know. Maybe but, it's early. But now that you see it immediately, so you saw it, you got it. Okay, I didn't, I didn't get this one shot. So yeah, so that's the thing that's because if, if we're going by like, oh, it's a jam for the girlies, which is what they always do. How does Travis, I'm not trying it's to say. It's not a jam yeah. for the girlies. Yeah, like Travis yeah. doesn't it like. It wasn't like, the song was a hot song. I mean, it became hot for me when the challenge took like, off took off but with this feature i don't see i don't know what what can come out what it doesn't intensify it yeah, like i was it, expecting a feature that would intensify it I like agree. make him all the more sultry drive the message home better yeah. and all of that like until the challenge took off i didn't i didn't see all of those make me sweat make me hotter all of those things mm-hmm. i didn't see it mm-hmm. but just this I don't know. It just the energy of the song, the meaning or the context of the song, was just lost on it me. It gets lost. Yeah, I with agree. This, with this feature, I agree. I agree. <laughs> they should not take it. I agree, especially because I think, and not to speak like I'm the ultimate industry expert, but it's like when you when you want to cast a bigger net with a bigger feature, you want to tap into their fan base, mm-hmm. right? And Travis's fan base, I couldn't think of anything that was further right. from like who Tyler is showing herself to be because like Travis is like a rager and like all oh, his guys are very ginger. It's lit. Mm-hmm. Like, are, are they going to be excited about water as a result? I don't think so, but we'll see. To the test, I feel like they had a meeting about, oh, <laughs> don't kill about oh, break him. Let's break him further into this genre of the market in like, the African space. It's a win-win for both of them. But, but I, I don't see it. I guess. We'll see. I, it was nice that he shouted out um, um, Plus 27, which is, I think, the South African phone code. So that was pretty cool. Because, yeah. you know, it, some features can feel... Um, <laughs> Moyo's not impressed. Yo, Moyo is not impressed. <laughs> like, so, are you serious? If anybody just, no, no. If anybody just comes as this plus two, three, four, as you'll be good. So freaking like, cheap, please. I mean, boy, it's it's better than like the completely soulless feature where it's like, you know, the artist didn't even attempt to engage. Yeah, Moyo with, said, with up your else. standards. At the end, when she was like, the best he could have even done was at the end when she was like, make me sweat, make me harder. Uh-huh. He could have been giving some ad libs there. Like, yeah, make me but, but he did a couple now. Even mm-hmm. her, her own ad libs, they removed it. It's not became make yeah, me. Yeah, I didn't like that part. Make yeah, me harder. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that part. Ah, I didn't ah, like that part. You still not removed. Yeah, they extended the ah, chorus ah, and the first half of it, they took on. out the water on each on each take, which was in or the thing that rhymes with water on each take. For and that a was song nice. That had that has done so well. I felt like that remix was very underwhelming. It was. 
afterwards. Maybe they are trying, and they are trying to set you guys up for the real one. You're now dropping. Maybe we'll, oh we'll, we'll see. I actually, she needs she needs one with babes. What That's what me I know. Even if it's if some Walker, Caesar, somebody Doja, so like said Ariana Grande, and I won't even be mad. Mm, I could see Ariana on the song. I wouldn't even be mad. I could see her on the song. Just interested to see if there's going to be visuals as well, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I felt like we can't even go past it being like a PR stunt because, I mean, everybody's doing it now, mm-hmm. to be very honest. So maybe it's just a thing where people are meant to talk about it as well. It's just, ah, it doesn't fit. We're talking about it now. Everyone yeah. else is actually talking about it. And but not everybody it. would. What'd you say? But not replaying it. Mm. But at least they're playing it once to, I guess. to talk for about curiosity. It. For yeah, curiosity. Yeah. Like I'm on my way home, I'm going to play it again just like point zero 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 one cents for streaming. <laughs> eh, it's okay now. So I, it's money. That one is, is it not part of Golden Pencil. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you know, while we're even on the subject, I feel like that kind of speaks to some of the issues I've had just like with stuff that's come out in the week, PR stunts that people have been doing. Mm-hmm. It feels like there's been a lot of focus on talkability, virality, mm-hmm. as opposed to the music. And if the music is what you're selling at the end of the day and people don't come to the music, if it doesn't convert to the music, if, if they're not repeating it, then what is the point? Honestly, I agree with that. And especially because there have been a few people, let me just say a few people that have done it this week. Um, and I'm talking about the biggest one. Let me start with the biggest one. And that's Ola Dips. Because that was a bit wild. Sorry, I don't even know if it's like, have they fully confirmed if... Nobody knows. That's scary. Nobody knows. The thing is, everybody seems to be so sure, but nothing has truly come out. So everybody's just kind of assumed that like... Well, it's people close to him that are saying... Apparently, it's people close to him that are saying, oh yeah, he's he's alive alive and well. And okay, let's even go back a bit. Let's go back a bit. Basically, what happened on... Wednesday, yes, on Wednesday is that Ola Dips official Instagram account brought out a what should we call it? A statement, yeah, that he had um passed on, and this was a day or two before his project was meant to come out, yeah. And with that statement on his Instagram account as well, on his story, he literally had something like, Oh. You guys should know you shouldn't be leaving me alone, especially at this time. He had also tweeted maybe like last week that, oh, you guys, I, I'm not trying to scare you, but I'm not feel, really feeling yeah. well. I'm scared well, for my life. Like that type of thing. And then on his story as well, you now see someone coming and he's he's sounding very fragile, saying you shouldn't be leaving me. And then person that came to pick him. Now, you guys, this is, they were acting... Afmago. I can't and There was a thing you. with the skits with the Grim Reaper the, the, as well. The people that came to um, meet him, they were, the person was start posting on his own story. That they said I shouldn't take him to the hospital. His mom said I should bring him home instead. That type of thing. So that was playing out. Mm-hmm. And the next morning, a statement just comes out that he's passed away. And obviously, when you see that, nobody's going to think, ah, this guy is forming. Yeah. Because it played out like that. And the album drops and people are suddenly saying oh yeah he's not he's he's alive that when the album goes to number one 
he would come out and make a statement or something. And I'm like, nah, you guys, this is too messy. Yeah. I like this is extremely messy. Yeah. I don't like as past the PR stunt. Yeah. Like the last person I did this was Skibi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. I think T Classic also did something like yeah, this too. Like this is the APR. I feel like people shouldn't be joking about stuff like this. Stuff the thing is, like this, as of now, nobody knows for a fact whether he's dead or not. But even with that being said, the way his team or like the people around him, the Q does person, all of that stuff, the way it's been handled, I can still say it, it's been pathetic. It's been appalling. Yeah, it's, it's been pathetic. I, there's this one person who. Um, I hear what is his best friend or so say something like, oh, he's currently eating he rice and turkey. And he's going to set up his ring lights and then he'll post an apology video later in the day. When he gets to number one or top three. It's, it's pathetic, man. Like, And it's so sad because if for some reason he is dead, like all the commiserations kind of go out of the window. Nobody, yeah, I, bro, everybody, everybody has been saying RIP, but if you're not dead, waka. Did you guess like... That's what you're seeing, and I'm like, uh, it just shows like no respect for the fan base. Like, even if it, it, it was something that he had done, there were people that were his friends saying, yeah, like, artists. stuff like, um, okay, even if he's not dead, we forgive him, at least he's alive. Yeah, that's you the follow. Thing, yeah. So, there were people who were just willing to turn over the situation, like, okay, this is done, let's move on to other things. But, like, in the handling of the aftermath, there was. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The statement went out on his official Instagram mm-hmm. page. So uh, there was no way everybody was going to chop. Mm-hmm. Let's say it was just from the video that, oh, Ola Dips, are you okay? Ola Dips, wake up, all those type of things. And then from there, it was like a third party that came and announced that, oh, this has happened, blah, blah, blah. But like, it was through his official Instagram yeah. page. Like, it was, I think it was just a mess. And then when they found out that maybe if he actually isn't dead, when they found out that everyone, like, that probably casted, yeah. it now just became a mess in their camp. Like, um, so maybe now he's now shy to come back. Yes. Don't cast. Crying. He don't cast. He don't cast. <laughs> See, I, I can't say for a fact that I know whether he's dead or not, but the management, my goodness, you guys, yeah. you dropped the ball on this because if he actually is dead, for example, and that'll you've be, seen all be the, worse. it'll be worse. That'll but be if, worse. like, if you see all the ruckus it has caused, you should come out and make another statement that kind of puts it to bed. Like he's actually. Yeah, like because you now, respect the family, that type of thing. Because yeah, like death th- is it's not a bruh. joke. You get so if that was the case, it's like okay, come out with another statement that lets us know that this is not actually the case. So for me, the fact that they've not is kind of telling. Yeah, before we know what the actual situation is on him, because I'm sure that will come out eventually. For now, is the management we should hold by the trials because you guys come on, man. 
this is just and i think for me it also just always comes down to people talking about you is not enough it is not enough what you are selling is music it always has to come down to the music if your pr strategy focuses on talkability primarily and doesn't come down to the music it is a failure on arrival you know and speaking about even just outside of all the deeps there's also um the tiny thing as well and as much as i like the project i feel like i have to call that out bro like so where did where did where did that fake um track list come from a bunch of different blogs so i think the one that i, I can't remember exactly what i saw it on but it was one of those you know thingies on twitter and then people started picking it up because i'm trying to be devil that with it what if it didn't come from her from her team yeah, yeah i was thinking same because this happened with rema as well yeah rema's ep there was also a fake track list that came out that said how I was going to be on it. Um, Travis Scott was going to be on it. Mm-hmm. It happened with David O's project was. also. So it happens a lot where people actually just go and actually also. edit mm-hmm. and they would post. So it's possible it came from her team, but it's also possible it didn't come from her Because she team. didn't engage any, she didn't repost. Yeah. She didn't post personally. Yeah, but I mean, if, if she had a track list that wasn't that, then... So she if, wouldn't engage with those yeah, fake ones. And if and if people are like posting a fake track list early, mm-hmm. if I'm an artist, I won't say anything. I'm like, okay, you people will see. Because like, she never really did announce her track list. Yeah. And she then there was a press listening on Wednesday before the Wednesday before the project dropped. Yeah. So I think I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so happy that she was clean off it, Sha. We can't say with any certainty that it mm. came from her team. But man. If I was going to guess, I would say it was. Yeah, Mm. because it's a management thing again. If a fake track list is circulating and is bringing up excitement for your fan base, take a fire extinguisher out and put it out. Yeah. Put it out. Because it's not a thing where you can just sit on it and it's like, oh, well, it's scuppering our plans. It actually is. Because what's then going to happen is that after people now find out that that's not the case, they're going to be disappointed. You know, so for me, the right thing to have would, would have been to put it out, which makes me feel like there was intentionality behind it. Yeah. Especially because also, and I'm not even trying to be that person, but like, I don't see people making a fake track list just to make a fake track list. Yeah. Specifically for her. Not because I don't think she has a kidney, but her fan base doesn't necessarily inspire me as the kind to like, it, it just feels I'll like... just it, take that step. Yeah. Like, in Rema's own, Rema is massive. Mm. Yeah, Rema is massive. People just want to get buzzed. They want to create conversation. But like... Fairly reputable, I think, what was it? Was it the, not Lemon Vinyl? I, I've been trying to find the exact place that I saw it first. But, like, even just how it tied into, and not to say that graphic designers couldn't possibly do this on their own, but, like, bro, the aesthetic fits her album. It fits all the stuff that we've seen so far. The album cover, it was orange, kind of like it as yeah. well, you know? So it didn't seem random to me. And yeah. if that's the case, I think that also feels an arrival because at the end of the day, people want to listen to the music. And something like that does not convert, as far as I'm concerned. It thank, just makes people irritated. Thank God the music was good. Yeah, it was good though. It was good. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't comment about if um, Aladip's music was good because <laughs> nobody listened. Because <laughs> nobody listened. That thing is so frustrating, man. If he's actually dead, my goodness, that sucks I, I, ass. I promise you, I was, I was actually going to listen. Then when I saw the audience, I said, "Imagine." I said, "Imagine." Now let me wait. And let see, me wait yeah. to see what's going on. If you come out with any rubbish, it just can never be me. Yeah. I will not listen. It's not my ear. Yeah. And if speaking of PR that also didn't land, um, the thing with Fave, 
So let me set it up and just talk about like <laughs> about the situation with Fave. So Fave had this competition where she puts out a picture, really nice picture by the way, some of the best I think I've ever seen her look. And essentially, let me actually read. And she tweeted, here's the picture for my next single, Belong to You, but I'm stuck on what direction to go for the cover art. So can all my artilicious people help me? Googly eyes emoji. The best artwork gets $2,000 and becomes the official cover for the song. Post using hashtag belong to you and the best gets picked in 48 hours. Now that was all she provided. Okay, no, she also provided like a little PS at the end. PS for inspiration. Imagine R&B and drill in the same pot of soup. Now, 48 hours passed, and in the interim, she spoke, she said, um, you guys aren't doing enough for um for $2,000, which already was like, girl, like, there's no need for that, but no wahala. Um, and then sent, eventually, you know, a, a lot of entries were coming in. There was a lot of digital art as well. One in particular that was the standout, um, I can't remember the name of the artist, but it was really, really good. Um, this guy who did like a cartoon type animation um, vibe. Yes, like the hearts connecting to like a, there was one with the hearts connecting to yeah, yeah that one. Let me, let me see it so I can describe it a little bit. Um, yeah, so it was like her hearts was connecting to a cross at the top of, I guess a staircase or whatever. Very dope, very very dope um, piece of digital art by an artist at Aquila nine nine zero at Aquila nine nine zero, and that was like what everybody thought was going to be the consensus um, favorites or winner or whatever. Um, but eventually she went with someone else, a guy, <laughs> Samuel Ajanuku. And by the way, like people have been shitting on it. I think that's really mean because he tried. Like he he did what his interpretation it was. an effort, yeah. <laughs> Shit. He did. <laughs> Not E for effort. <laughs> oh my dear. It, was, it was a decent effort, I felt. Um, but I wouldn't say it was the best of the bunch. So eventually she picks that and she comes out and says, I want to say that I saw some really dope digital art. But I didn't want a cartoon or animated drawing of myself. That's pretty simple to get without a challenge. I wanted the picture from a different imagination. So that was, she tweeted that a couple days after. And then after all the backlash, because obviously digital artists came from, I remember seeing Rennie Kerr saying stuff. I remember Duke saying stuff. I remember, um, well, who else was part? I think Duro might have said a couple things as well. Because like, it feels like in the digital art community, they're always just like, guys, don't enter digital competitions. They'll use your sweats and they'll pick somebody else or pick whoever it is that they were going to and they'll just take the PR that it generated. Um, so after all that, you know, or people coming down on her, and I think Anthony Ezeko said something as well. So after all that conversation, she eventually tweeted, to the art illustrators, I wouldn't downgrade your work. Simple to get without a challenge means I could have easily texted any of my illustrators to draw that picture of me instead of making it a challenge. Unfortunately for people that think Samuel Ajanaku's design is ugly, it's my money, my song, and therefore my choice of art. So respectfully, hop on my dick and then please get lost. <laughs> I want to say something and I hope it doesn't get taken the wrong way. Mm. But I think as far as like Fave's PR... I feel like they've been missing the mark for a little bit now. And what I say, what I mean by that, is, and I, obviously an artist has a right to evolve in whatever way they want to, but the way that I remember Fave like, coming into everyone's consciousness, it was kind of like as a feel-good story, right? Yeah. I think she posted a cover that took off on a Jimmy Abdul's beat. Yeah. Um, I think a bunch of people retweeted it. Um, Plug got involved and put out that single um, even though it was like a reworked single of the original instrumental and it was just like a very feel good thing everybody felt the need to root for her and it feels more recently that she's kind of like become I don't know what the word is but like 
it's like a bad girl image yeah. kind of coming out. Trying to like, yeah. and it's hard for me to reconcile, man. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. And if that's who she actually is, I'm just you, are not, you are not bad. Yeah, like I don't, and it's not even bad from like a kinny looks type. It's no, just of course, of course. you don't come across as a mean girl. You know, and a lot of these conversations kind of have that energy. A lot of the tweets that she has, because I don't know how you can say to people um, that um, I could have gotten this from like just anybody or whatever, but you didn't put any specifications. That's Your right. original tweets did not say anything about whether it was supposed to be digital or not. Yeah. And even while people were doing this, and it's kind of like there's a trend that I'm noticing with all the PR things we've spoken about this week. When the digital arts was coming, stamp it out. Stamp it out. Come out and see it. And she was allowing it. Yeah. Because especially because that guy, the one that I mentioned, the, who had the really nice artwork, everybody was bigging him up. So yeah. it was going to be hard to miss that. Yeah. Right. So if you're seeing that that's trending in that direction, stomp it out and you could have easily avoided and this it, backlash. And it's very simple to even, she could have used that one as an example she could have literally quoted it and said this is so lovely but unfortunately this isn't I what i'm looking this for is what i'm looking for but i appreciate this but some she could have said like they dealt with it the wrong way I yeah can't lie. like yeah. they and were just missing the mark yeah and just going off of like even that other i don't know what the word i was going to say scafu but scafu is such a random such a like word that i would never use but i think for lack of a better word but random fluff that she had that time with like the lyric that had to be changed on a song. I'm not gonna rehash it because there's just no need. Um, yeah, like it's just I don't I don't think you want to keep stacking yeah, bad she's, press. She's kind of been stacking it, honestly. Yeah. So after this, like she needs to uh, let me not say she needs to, if I was gonna advise her, I'll just be like, man, like really watch your next move, whatever it is, because people are getting turned off. I I I'm getting turned off. And as much as I appreciate her talents, for me, like you have to, your talent has to be so blinding in order for me to be able to ignore like other stuff. Like that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> like that's our one uncle who likes to misbehave, but everybody just keeps forgiving that's him. Because, everybody thought of the same person. Yes, no. Yes, no. And oh to, to be honest, I've become less shameful about that these days. It's like, man, guys, until somebody else is producing this level of output, it's going to be hard for me to really care about the antics insofar as it does not. And I was about to say, insofar as it does not shoot somebody. But anyways, that's besides the point. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to excuse his bad behavior. But just essentially, your talent would have to be really blinding in order, <laughs> in order for you to forget goodwill. And I don't know that she's quite there yet. So please, like, help help us help you. You know, like, yeah. help us to root for you. Don't, Honestly. Don't, this mean girl thing, it's, it's not for everybody. And... If you're going to be a mean girl, let's be an instance where it's justified. So like an Ira now, for example, when people were coming for her about her skirts and like all that, she had mean girl energy in that, but it was 100% justified, yeah. you know? So needed. yeah. Anyways, that was like my little two cents. All right. So last, but definitely not the least, I feel like we saved best for last because we have to talk about Rema and his concerts at the O2. Firstly, was anybody there? Or did you watch live? <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. But they they allowed us to watch it live as well now. Stop. So we could all see the doings mm-hmm. and this tease that was going on. I there. watched from my living room. From your living Same. room. Mm-hmm. You too. You yes. Too. So tell me about your experience. I'm very curious. <laughs> I think general consensus of Nigerians that watched over the internet felt like like there was this general excitement and anticipation, like, damn, he did that, da 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 da. Like there were more accolades than 
bashes yeah, on the timeline during the course of the show. I didn't particularly before the allegations or the <laughs> say allegations started flying around. The only one thing that the only one comment that I saw was someone sent um a video to me and was saying, Oh, is it possible that events are curated for it to be more interesting for people who are watching over the internet than for people who are watching in real time. Because the guy, was he was saying something about, oh, it was underwhelming. In person? In person. Okay. But I'm not going to lie. There's a chance that he's not, he's not going to listen to this. So I think that he was just talking out of his ass. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I, f- I, I, did, I tried to make sense of it because like, that's the f- first time someone would draw my attention to, oh, it was more interesting because you guys watched it. Online. Online and weren't there. But pretty much what you see is what's been translated over the internet. There's no particular edit that's done on YouTube. They are not adding filters. The quality of sound is even more likely to change over the internet due to like network and like the device you are watching on, if you are not listening out of headphones, the quality of the sound is not the same, and all of that. So I didn't quite get when he said that it was underwhelming. In why did you now buy tickets? Now, now do you know how many of us wish we were there? <laughs> now you say, you oh, it was not the watch same. Now you say, why did you buy tickets? And so if you do, if you do enjoy the show when you were there. So that you can enjoy the show and not feel like you wasted your bath. Watch it online. I'm crying. Since oh you feel God. like we enjoyed this better. We're trying to pocket watch. Policing <laughs> and to spend your money. Yes, <laughs> now. Because why would you say that it is more interesting to watch online? That it was not the same experience in real time. I the, experience, I, the experience should be better in real the, time. The experience should be a lot better in real time. Then again, you might not be comfortable at the concert chat. Maybe but the experience should possessed. be better in real time. I'm dead. <laughs> well, okay, you're going straight into that. Let's go. Okay. No, wait, okay. no, wait, wait. Let's let's still talk about our experience of the concert. Even from okay. home, like we have our um so I was reading a an article in The Guardian by the same dude who wrote the review for Asha Kez O2 concerts, Jason Okundae. Shout out to him. Um and then I think I agree with his assessments. So the headline is Rema Review, Brilliant Bats Riding Nigerian Star. <laughs> Will you let me line? <laughs> <laughs> he was getting his alliteration of allow. Brilliant bat riding Nigerian star is a little too ambitious. So he says there's, and the lead says there's no doubt that the Afrobeats arts ace is a phenomenal performer, but his high wire artistry, splicing trap and rock and roll, proves baffling to his audience. Now, a few of the things that I had an issue with, with the you have a look on your face like you are confused. Is there anything you would like to to see? When he left, he ended when you ended by saying um they're a little baffling. Baffling to who him or the audience? To his audience. Like the people in the crowd, the people at home, the audience in general. To if I was baffling to a few people. Yeah, even to me. It was not baffling to me. It's Jan everybody now. Crying fair. For me it wasn't the musical. Mm-hmm. It was everything. Oh, like together. you felt like it was a lot. Yeah, like, and there was a, they missed the mark on certain things. So yeah. I'll tell you what it was, right? For me, the biggest thing is the props served a good purpose for, like, introducing things as far as, like, okay, we've seen it. Yeah, okay. But then we just kept seeing it, and it didn't really serve a purpose beyond seeing it. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, the horse, when he came out and did D&D on it, I was like, okay, I can live with this for D&D. But he just kept doing songs on it. And the horse was just stationary. 
you know, just there. He's just sitting on the back of it. And it's like, okay, like, I need you to kind of, like, stop horsing around and Crying. do some do some other stuff. Um, But outside of that, <laughs> that's, like, one of those things that could be negligible. <laughs> but for me, I think the biggest issue that I had outside of just props, because the bats was cool. Eventually, I was like, I, I would love for him to get down and, like, engage the crowd. Because for me, I think one of his biggest strengths is his ability to engage the crowd as Rema. Like, he has never really needed props. Like, mm-hmm. everybody say Yellow is Rema and the band and the music and Yellow. all that stuff. Don't kill me. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, so for me, it was that the biggest thing outside of him just props was the very stop-start nature of it. Like, there were too many interludes in between where we weren't quite sure what was happening. Um, even just, like, the conversations he was having in between as well. It just felt like when the energy was starting to go, like for the first half of the, of the, um, for the first half of the performance, when the energy was just starting to pick up, there would be something to interrupt it. So him deciding to like talk to the crowd or like going backstage for an outfit change so that they can switch, switch things around. It just always felt like there was something that was preventing you from getting to it. That being said, the second half, when he started to do like more of the bangers, like lady, woman, I have no complaints. No complaints. He delivered. I was super excited. I got up during the second half to dance. Like, I was very into it. But that first half, it just wasn't all the way there for me. I heard. And I agree. What you said. Because at, at first, I was like, oh, Rema, I was going on here. I was nervous, like, man. Ah. <laughs> like, bro, I love you, but... But second half, like, I was okay, yeah, it's this is the Rema I know. And he's a good performer. Like, what he said about him getting too ambitious, 100%, I think is correct. And I think he also grew into it because that ambition now, I feel like he's just going to keep getting better and Death. better. So what we believe didn't work now, might work a year from now, might work two years from now because from what we've seen of Rema himself, He's someone that's always like looking to like work on his craft as well, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. improved so much over the years. Absolutely. So I don't think this is a put down on him. What do you rate it? Three over three out of five. Three out of five. I'll say to maybe I'll like three point two. Like I'll probably push it higher. You sorry? Why are you annoyed? What What do you want me to say? Yes, I'm annoyed. Okay, I'm what? just questioning like the extra points. Yes, now just to give him Jara <laughs> because he's Remy boy. What do you mean? Okay, what would you rate it? To be fair, I actually give you the three over five too. Same. So it's fair. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very fair. I think everything he said, he covered it well. That's that's why I call a good yeah. journalist. Another I can th- understand. Excuse me, go on, go on. Let me cut you off. I can understand that the ov- the performance was overflogged with creative direction, so much that he wanted to show, but there's also a place for pacing it, and timing it with each song, and and all of this in line with what the experience is supposed to be. Yeah. So that so that while the music is going out, there's not too much going on and it's not going on for too long. Yeah. Like all the time that he's playing on the horse, is this in line with the music that's playing or there's no or does he have enough movement time? Like transition between one song to another, getting off of the horse, moving around front, facing with when the dancers are supposed to come out, mm-hmm. light changes, all of those things. Those are things that I think the team, beyond Rema as a talent, I think like the whole team, his secular, his nuclear team to like production team, mm-hmm. all those people need to like sit down and draw like, okay, this is going to come on at this time. 
one one thing I'm not going to take away is oh. like just the general effort and ideation. Like yeah, the thought process, letting the venue know that we need a horse that's going to be stationary. We need a bat that's going to hang. And this is how we want it to be in sync. I think I'm going to give it props. Yeah. And I'm going to draw reference to who Rema is usually consistently compared with. In relation to that person, we can see the landslide in creative um, expression. Mm -hmm. So, at this juncture, I feel like I can accord Rema one more point so that he can escalate. So what from four? that brother, yeah, three and give him a four. That brother got a five, by the way. He got a five. Yeah, for his kidney concerts that he did, it was a five out of five. He got a five. Yeah, man, and it's not the first time either. I think he's got five stars more than once, but that's that's besides the point because we talk about that guy entirely too much. Oh. Uh, no, don't worry. <laughs> Rem- no, maybe, but why five? I thought they were complaining that no, I said like away, but I thought they said that oh, he wasted time. He did the sound. There was an issue with sound. No. I give Rema a 2.5 extra stars. <laughs> so, so I raise with 6.5. <laughs> um, also, yeah, there are a couple of things, actually. I'm just going back from my tweets from the day and I'm remembering stuff. There was also issues with the audio, which is very, like, I'm starting to wonder if it's an O2 thing. It might be an O2 thing. Yeah, because he kept asking for, like, sound in his in-ears and he just was never getting it. So after each song at the start, he just kept asking, my in-ears, my in-ears, my in-ears. And it didn't, it didn't come eventually. There was even some points where someone was playing off. Yeah, like some of the instruments as well. Yes, yeah, some, like, some were not in sync. Yeah, um, and then just a lot of things that didn't allow me to lose myself. And it's also that interlude with the Teddy. I hated it, my Crying. God. I hated it. Like where he was like, where's Remy boy at? And it's like, I could tell they'd rehearsed it and did stuff. But for me, it just didn't enhance the experience. Mm. And if it was going to enhance it, it could have been shorter. If it was shorter, that would have been fine. Because there was even an interlude where like, the DJ was trying to get the Teddy's attention and the Teddy wasn't responding. And I'm like, oh my God, what's about to happen now? And then eventually it came back. So it was just a lot of things that weren't tight. It wasn't tight. That's the word I was going to look for. Um, and eventually I just wanted back-to-back jams. I was like, I don't want to hear too much. Just give me music that I can keep listening to. But overall, like we said, do this Rema and he's only going to improve. Not to mention, uh, also to speak about like prop stuff, stuff before, this isn't the first time that he's had like you know, um, props on stage or, like, stuff built for him. Like, I've seen concerts, like, in the U.S., for example, where they built, like, the little house thing that he has on his album and he was hanging from it and singing songs. So he kind of worked with it. It just needs to be, I guess, interaction-friendly, mm-hmm. you know, like, as opposed to just looking good. Because a lot of these things, like the bats and the kidney, they look good. But as far as, like, what they add to the experience of the concerts, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd even almost say that Rema is, like, the king of props. Because he pays attention to set design. He does. Down to even when he's in Nige. Mm, really? From, yeah. His listening party had like a recreation of the cover arts. Nice. So they were like all of those. Um, it was like the cover arts. Yeah. In real time. The one that they did in Terracultura. I don't remember what project it was. The one that has Addicted. Oh, that's that's the last Roses now. Yeah. 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 Okay. It, was, it was a live recreation. He was dressed to match and everything. Even down to... London, who was like the DJ for his sets, yeah, yeah, all of all, yeah, yeah, he fit into the sets. I, and think. I remember he had like live painting as well because I own fair yeah. and tricky, mm-hmm. so he's he's that guy. It's not like he, as far as ambition is concerned, the only reason why he's too ambitious is because it didn't land. That's all, mm-hmm. it didn't land. What, what I even say is another reason why 
it might have been seen as too ambitious is because nobody else really tries to use props like him. Yeah. So it's like, new to most of his audience yeah. and the audience that even listens to like Afro beats and music in Africa in general. Cause that's one thing that was very prevalent. Cause I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I get what he's trying to do, but I've never seen something like this before. I've seen it with a few artists like outside Africa, mm-hmm. but actually in Africa and Nigeria especially, nobody really concentrates on props. Like you have your prop, but they don't interact with the props. It's not mm-hmm. central. Rema has props there for a reason. Like yeah. every single prop there has its reason why it's there. And he's going to try and highlight that reason as well every yeah. single time. So yeah, I see that the reason yeah. why why this stood out was because a lot of people were centered on the fact that there might be ulterior dark reasons <laughs> yeah, behind he also, them. Yeah, yeah, he has also been, he hasn't because been able to beat those if they were pure, yeah. if it was like a flower vest mm-hmm. or like a table that he just goes to sit down mm-hmm. and just chats and sings from that table, I don't think there would have been that much conversation no, around, funny. oh, he's sitting too much. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because while um, Jiggy was talking about props, I remembered um, that Bernard did something similar with recreating his album cover for, I think, his Wembley show mm-hmm. where he was hanging and like he had the birthday cake and the red table mm-hmm. and that landed. So I'm wondering, yeah. why why did that land? I need to go and revisit no, that. because that was easier to do that was, yes was that it was also very, the song choice because i need to remember i can't remember exactly what songs he was singing i think it was just that any song you'd have done because that was very and it was his birthday as well it was close True. to his birthday as well so it all tied in fair Rama was very ambitious his were and he was trying to use different things yeah and also he literally just tweeted this like two weeks or a month ago i can't remember the Illuminati allegations yeah. and him saying, you guys, I'm not part of Illuminati. Like, yeah. what are you saying? Does it make sense? So obviously, now seeing that, a lot of people went back to that and they're like, bro, you can't see this. And then this is what <laughs> well, you're yo, bringing Let's out. deconstruct this. Yeah. From the cover art, the poster for the show, mm-hmm. as chaotic as it was, were you expecting a, a change of scenery? It was red. It was like different caricatures melded into... Something I don't know if you saw the yeah. poster. The one for the YouTube. But there are two different ones that I had seen, and that make me feel like there's no way you had seen these as the formal advertisements for this show, and you expected a different scenario. All both posters are advertising red, mm-hmm. with just hints of yellow and white. I was about to say no yellow. <laughs> it's yellow. The O two is yellow always, <laughs> and the eye of the horse is yellow. But I mean. The first one is a skeleton riding a dark horse. Mm. And you get to the show and you're complaining about the amount of red that's portrayed in the show. The second one isn't even any less descriptive in like the dark themes. It's still, it's still very powerfully red and black. The only thing that's different is this poster now has more details of what to expect in the show. It has elements of... Um, the half portion of the Benin bronze mask that's a portrayal of the Queen Edia sculpture. It also has the bats. It has still those dark themes. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder, if did you think that this was some hard metal, hard rock metal poster? For no reason. For no reason. I will say though, so a lot of people kind of like have criticized um, people for, I guess... 
like what were you expecting kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. Bro, I wasn't expecting that. I'm not going to lie. There was no there was no premise for it outside of the 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 single or not the single outside of his EP being slightly darker and the visuals that he had been putting out. I don't think we've ever seen a Rema show like dive that deeply into like darker themes. So from that expect from that level, I could see why people were like, hmm, "What's this about?" However, from a purely artistic standpoint, psh, like I, I guess it's I get what he was going for, and he kind of did lead into it, so it doesn't feel random. But the thing I would say is like the overarching theme of like all other Rema parties, because what he describes as Rema parties, fun, like mm-hmm. a lot of fun loving, like everybody say yellow, mm-hmm. like it's not a. <laughs> I feel like every time I say that, people like react. Um, but it's not a. It's not a side of Rema that he has dug this deeply into before, in my opinion. I think he has touched on it. He has never gone full Playboy Carty. This time, it felt like he went full like Playboy yeah. Carty. I think Rema always had that emo bone. Def. From like the initial Rema that was like pure trap, mm-hmm. that type of thing, till he now like evolved in his sound mm-hmm. or showed us the versatility in his sound. So I think people who like have paid close close attention knew that Rema was capable of this, Def. or what? Because maybe the last project was Rave and Roses, so we expected yellows and flowers and flower verses. No, I think he has always had that streak. Even in his look, his last few videos mm-hmm. have not shown that we should expect anything different. Yeah, yeah. The like side even profiles, this, even the, the colorings, yeah. mm-hmm. his dancing, the show the of like like all of those type of things like i don't think i would have expected anything different if if it had been different then would be speaking of oh why why is it different yeah well um, i wasn't i'll definitely feel like i wasn't expecting i think we're just a bunch of spiritual people (laughs) that's why anything that looks like a gathering of people that that like people are gathered together and there's dark colors it feels like is a ritual process that being said, though, like, he played into it. And I think that's a thing that people shouldn't take away from. Bro, his guitarist was dressed like a warlock, for goodness sake. That's his branding. It doesn't, make his, his, doesn't make it like, it could, oh, it's a gathering of... It could be his branding, but you have an awareness that people react to certain things a certain way. I don't think anybody creating a dark-themed thing is thinking, oh, this is just going to go down smoothly as a lie. Mm-hmm. You would have known. And also, people talking about, like, how red and black... Are like oh red and black aren't particularly demonic guy for as long as we've lived mm-hmm. for as long they as they always we've have lived. they've always been associated with like more darker more occultic themes which isn't to say they necessarily are but every picture of the devil like even the I can't remember who who in Star Wars the dude with the horns in his head mm-hmm. he's Darth red Vader. and black Darth right Vader, like yeah. no Darth Vader is another is it Darth Vader Darth Vader fair enough I didn't, I didn't know Darth Vader had skin I've only ever known Darth oh, Vader of course. Not yeah but that's yeah let's stay of course Actually, let's stay of course not I'm but like the devil in cartoons red and yeah. black like if just red and samurai black. jack all of them red and cool black. red and black so like people shouldn't act like red and black don't immediately spring up certain images in your head but that's, i mean no i get it like it's not enough to call someone you want ticks to this place i feel you and it's not enough to call someone demonic but it's, it's it triggers certain things in your head it's like if you see if you see a tap and one is red and one is blue you know the one that you're likely to get hot yeah. water from. If you open the blue one and hot water comes out on it, you're going to go, ah. And that's like... <laughs> Do you know this would, have been, this would have been different? This, these Illuminati allegations have gone on for a while. They have. But this concert was sold out. Mm-hmm. So you guys willingly... <laughs> no, you've been... No. 
I feel you. You willingly, you knew. Wait, There's no, nah. we're not it's gonna. Not about, but it's I'm again, not trying it's to still be, about the music. I'm not trying to be a Rema activist. Aside the music, aside the music that the allegations popped up is from mm. his branding and things that he posts yeah. and content. But so you guys, all of you that feel the capacity at the O2 Arena, mm-hmm. bought tickets, mm-hmm. expecting that within when he posted the. Um, he's this thing like Jesus is Lord type of thing. Mm-hmm. He had given his life to Christ <laughs> and his sermon was going to go down and an apology <laughs> that, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm now changed. Peace be unto the crowd. Are you for real? No, well, you can't, I know you can't, you definitely cannot say people are not right to have been shocked. My bro, you cannot say I am that. not going to say it. Let me put it I think we're in an you era can't. when where the audience is trying to be woke and wants to school the artists. It's not let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Ashake had flamethrowers mm-hmm. at his concert. You didn't question it for a second because there was nothing else to lead to the points that it's just flamethrowers. And by the way, I'm not saying Rama is demonic. I'm just saying he trended in that direction intentionally yeah. and people reacted as I'm sure he That's probably expected you, them you, to react. You, you know your fans, you know people. Again, no, Bro, I can't the, lie. The it's, tiny, it's, tiny, it's giving PR stunts. And that's what I think as well. Like there was talk a talkability kinny to it as well, but it was good for the music, so it didn't like it it deviates from the other ones he's spoken about this week. The bat had red glowy eyes. My like bro, people were saying that he was making inter- enchantations as if they hadn't listened to the music before. Yeah, that, they that, that was, that was no, wild. That, those ones were that wild. Was wild. I just feel wild like, parts. Uh, that was wild. You, you know this type of thing where that there's a brewing conversation. It's not particularly fanned mm-hmm. yet. Then people find just one loophole and they feel like yes. That is, and yeah. they tear the hell out of yeah. that conversation. These people wanted to be the how this conversation started. I feel like these people wanted to be the first to harness that. Oh my god, my body was shaking. This girl, she fainted. People were fainting during Michael content. Jackson's time. It was content. Peak Illuminati time was like that 2013 time where they mm-hmm. were saying, No, people are making hand signs mm-hmm. that they are pointing things out in their videos. Mm-hmm. Their videos weren't even particularly dark. Oh, these niggas can raise up their hands and you see that they are making triangle signs over their heads. Yeah. People were fainting in Michael Jackson's concert. It was a steady thing. Mm-hmm. It's concert environment. Someone thinks that I said that was because she was possessed by Rayman's music. And Eleni, somebody rapping, oh, I want a soul dance concert. Again, that's, that's you think he's not making prayers in his own secret room? That's I think still the point. That's exactly that's still that's the, the point, point for me. Like, it's still the, the, part the, the, of the, same way, the same way at the height of Illuminati rumors and accusations, those guys played into it. Yep. It's the same way Rayman played okay. into it. As well. At this juncture, I would like to now ask you people, mm-hmm. what exactly do you want? If every time you are going to concerts that have plain screens all white and blue and green mm-hmm. and pink, well, I feel like I'm choosing not to understand the point. <laughs> no, because we're not choosing, saying you should. Because we're not saying you no, shouldn't. No, 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 do. No, no, no. We're not I'm saying there was anything. To... We're saying people were going to speak because this was already. Hey, an I issue understand. On I'm not. I understand you. You are choosing not to understand me. Okay, let's hear it. Well, why are we not understanding you? So I'm not trying to. I, I'm. I'm at a point where I. I understand you guys. People are definitely going to speak. But I'm talking from a place of, you've seen this. Mm-hmm. You've heard the music. Mm-hmm. You've seen his style. Mm-hmm. You've seen the styling. Ravage Lord, his head down on Twitter is his head with a bat, with bat wings. Mm-hmm. And then he does a show that brings all of these things to life. Mm-hmm. Why were you expecting anything different? No, I, I'm not saying I'm expecting anything. Now, in the okay. case that you're not expecting difference. Mm-hmm. You are expecting, you are now saying, okay, there's no people are not going to talk. But like, 
I don't see the need for the talk if all of this has played on for so long. It's not about that. People are always going to talk. See, you're saying you don't see the need. We're not now, in a perfect my world. Now final, my now final plateau of this conversation is why must you now talk? Because we're not in a perfect world. People are always going to talk. And the talk leads to sales. If guys don't talk about your music, it's bad. Or if guys don't talk about your concert, it's bad. Like it's good. If, it's if, I feel like it's good if it had... If, you know, everybody that watched online was like... Oh, it was so good. He killed this. Remy boy, blah blah blah. Shout uh-huh. out to the team all of that. Is the people that were actually there that were making all of those mm-hmm. extra kini? Yeah, I thought and a lot of it was extra. Like the babes who were speaking in tongues and like just like very extra. Like just leave if you're going to like do all that. But it was imp- it was provocative. That's one thing. One that thing I that's that always that's always yeah. Someone's tweet about you guys fornicates. You lie against yourselves. You are gossiping. And you've turned to pastors over. I saw that. Over yeah, Rema's the one I saw was that you, you are doing all of that. I think it's because you went to Rema's concert. You are going to hell. You are <laughs> going to hell already. No. I'm, I'm gonna. I just want to drop one question, and you can tell me how you feel about this. When he first came out on the horse, mm-hmm. what was your immediate feeling? Ah, me. I'm like, yes, oh, let's get this, oh. Jiggy, same for you. I don't know. <laughs> I was, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, mm, that's interesting. I was like, okay. Uh, I was like, okay, let me see what he, where he's like going. When Ashake came out on a helicopter, the only complaint people had was it was too long. It took a lifetime. Man. It took That's a right. lifetime. Yeah. There were no extra eyebrows. Like, no, but that was that. Because, like, because Ashake doesn't have that's the thing. He doesn't have that extra thing already uh-huh. that would play in mind. And Redman knows that. So he's going to play with it. So people would How now I think speak about, about it. Is, it. I hate to use Ashake as like. I feel like Rema has material that makes you feel like, oh, this is part of Rema's branding. This is what I should expect to see. Okay. For Ashake, not really. I know like, oh, it's crisp. I know like he's going to be clean. Mm-hmm. There's going to be theatrics. Mm-hmm. He's going to be expressive in his movements. He's going to do some dancing. Mm-hmm. There has to be a choir because of all of those crowd vocals. He's going to do something around like a cappella-ish okay. type of thing. So when he came out on the helicopter, we also saw it as just an entrance that took too long. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see why that would have been different from Rema because of <laughs> red and black. You people, I, trust me, like I'm really trying to see it. If he came out in the helicopter and Satan was in the helicopter... Then it will be different. Where was Satan in Rema? No, that's what I'm saying. Has. I'm saying like there's nothing provocative about a helicopter. There's nothing provocative about a heli. He was on a horse with red eyes and. What did Rema need to do different? I don't we're think he needed to do anything different. We're not saying we need to do different. But I'm saying we're how, just saying. Thank you. You have just answered my question. Let's just give each other two seconds. Let's breathe. Okay. You have answered my question. You have answered my question. Or maybe I just understood you people. Fair, fair. But I'm going to stand on you. You have just answered my question. Like, there was nothing different. So. There was. It's not take me back to now you people's skinny that he's exactly never beaten. Sorry to cut you off, but he has had other concerts, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen anything that provocative before? There has been... There, Maybe this has been the That's the grandest. Okay, so because that was this was the platform to do to go all out. Okay, so guys can now be shocked because they've not seen that before. Ah, uh, yeah, because they the first like, other concerts apart, uh, apart from sorry apart from even from him, they've not seen it. Period. No, That's the Afrobeat. Like to catch up, they needed to see it. 
Rema has had things hanging upside down, had a house on fire. We never questioned her. Why are you? What's what's your people, your people question that there was also a house on there fire. Was also yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't this I noisy. I don't people now bought sold out and even still sold out online, and now have the capacity to capacity. come and shake me. Like I don't understand. For me, I'll just say he played into it and got the reaction that what he did warranted. That's what me I think. As far as like the extras of like, bro, this even happened abroad. Imagine it happened in Lagos. He couldn't have done it in Lagos. Well, he could have, but I doubt. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Have I, you seen the posters for? Let me just now say this. If you guys saw those posters for his Lagos show, for the abroad, oh. for the O two one, and you have seen the poster for Lagos, mm-hmm. and there is a redo because I know that these ones are just announcements, mm-hmm. um, flyers, graphics. I don't doubt that he may, he would do like. The one for the show, gong, 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 like for the independent shows, the Benin one, Abuja one, and Lagos one. And he does it, and you go to the show mm-hmm. and now start complaining. Mm-hmm. Me, I will abuse you. No, you're allowed to. You're allowed to. I personally I will be curious to see if he actually does it on this end. It's curiosity that got us here. Huh? It's curiosity. <laughs> Honestly, you can't tell me that those people were, eh, okay, Rema has illuminati allegations. Let's go and snap. And they no, now went there. Oju Yuaja. It was okay. We possessed. But they like his music. It's but not about. Let it get nobody, out of here with liking nobody, his music. Nobody's Listen on DSPs where you are not feeling possessed. Okay. Someone that did live performance, you're not coming out to tell me that you are feeling possessed. You are fainting. Fainting on what? You will not like it. Uh-uh. What do you mean? Like, I, I try to understand it. It's now different or more annoying for me where these things were significant. Like the, the references were obvious in like the mm, math. I, I disagree with that completely. That the, so I've that seen the it, references were not mm, obvious. I see a lot of that on Twitter and I feel like you guys are such liars. You are all <laughs> Look, liars. Okay, maybe, maybe. Sorry, oh, so sorry that you are new back. school. No, I'm not taking it back. Sorry that you are new school and these references didn't stand out to you. But like I feel here to me, I feel like it's a build up. There was no way that he was not going to do a Niger to the world type thing. From Fine. the green, white, green on the mask. Uh-huh. There was green, white, green on the mask, mm-hmm. wasn't there? Mm-hmm. It was obviously half of a thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe the one that wasn't obvious to me was that the mask was in the shape of the of Edo State. Because I heard that the mask was shaped in Edo State. That was the only thing that wasn't obvious to mm-hmm. me. But every other thing, like, uh-uh. Rema and Bath, he posts Bath, Bath Day, the Kine. Uh-huh. Rema and us, okay, Rave Lord, on top, he's always posting us, carriage type things. We saw that. The mask also, all those type of things. And like also Benin and the horse. Oh mommy, I saw it also. It was somehow for me when if it was obvious, it wouldn't have need to be explained. That's how me. I see it. That's it was I obvious it would have to be explained. Is that right? Bro, <laughs> the bats one, he spoke about it before about bats in Edo. Okay, cool. The horse, it just felt like an add-on to me. I couldn't really see the significance of the horse prior to going in. The mask, I won't even lie to you until they pointed it out. It was not obvious either. Oh no, yes. the mask. Me, I just thought it just. I thought it was just got a mask. Like, yeah, like something. just standing yes. and he had a mask. Yes. Yes. Then also his kinis being dressed like wizards. Crying. There was no clear any kini to that either. So, <laughs> so not, not everything was straightforward, and I feel like how people, how people try and make it seem like guys, like come on, it was so obvious what it was going for. No, it wasn't. Okay. No, it wasn't. You got me. I didn't like to hug you <laughs> at this juncture. I get it. She says after arguing. I, I get it. I don't get it, but for the sake of 
if not, we're gonna be here looking for old old tweets and all these things and everything. We have sure been we have come to the lights. <laughs> we are now aware that our boy swings like this. Mm-hmm. I remain my humble self, lawyer <laughs> Moyo. I am representing Rema on this case. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be whack by conceding to my opponents, but for the sake of time, we have to... Finance means you're not conceding. <laughs> we, were, we were saying the same thing. Like, hey, family, you go be watching me start speaking Yoruba because I, I was grasping, like, yeah. how, do, how do I make you see? Over to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. Okay. Everybody catch your breath. Um, I know that was a lot, and I love it. Me too. I absolutely Me too. love it. Me too. Well, yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. We're definitely going to end. I know there that Sharon was here. Sharon was going to I talk w- about. I, yes, I really wanted to hear what I she wanted had to, to say. Sha- oh, we'll no. talk about it another time. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode with us with your favorite Afrobeat Avengers minus one. You've heard both arguments for our case with Rema. His lawyer has spoken admirably <laughs> for him. So if you guys have any comments at all, if you want to give your input, if you just want to let us know um, what exactly you think, we'll definitely shout you out. Just use um, our hashtag with an S-pod and of course, always share the episodes. Share with everybody. I told you guys before, share with your enemies. That's so key. Share with your enemies. Let them hear the gospel. But also share with your friends and your loved ones too. But your enemies fucked before everybody else. Also, rate us five stars, not three over five, like Rebel's concerts. Well, five. <laughs> <laughs> that's not shit. I promise you, that's not shit. But rate us five stars always. And yeah, it's been your Afrobeats Avengers. Hope you guys have a lovely week ahead and catch us again. Same time next week, same day always. <laughs> with the next Mondays, your day. We love you guys. Peace out. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.